How's everybody doing today? Uh, before we start, there was a necklace found on Wednesday morning out here in the parking lot. If anybody, if any of you guys lost one, or any of you women, just let me know. I have it in the office, so if it belongs to anybody, let me know and we'll get it back to you. So I'm going to tell you this story about a frog from Minnesota that wanted to escape the cold weather. He wanted to find a way to go south for the winter. So he saw a couple geese nearby, and he started, they were getting ready to start their annual flight south. So the frog asked if they would take him with him. Of course, they refused at first because they didn't see how it could be done. But the frog came up with a plan. He convinced the geese that if they would be told a stick from one end with their mouths, that he would hold on to the middle with his mouth and they could fly and take him with them. So they agreed and they took off flying. And as they got higher and higher, they realized the plan was working. So they got over to Indiana and a farmer looks up and sees them. And he says, wow, I wonder which one of them came up with such a remarkable idea. So the frog, all puffed up with proud, could be heard yelling, I did, as he fell to the earth. <laughs> See, the moral of this story is, is pride comes before the fall. Yeah. Please stand for the reading of the word. It's going to be Isaiah 14, 12 through 15. How are you falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground? you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also set on the mount of congregation, on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Pray with me. My Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for this message that you have given me. Father, I just pray that you will just remove me from the situation and just let your words flow through me. Father, we'll give you the glory. I ask you things in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Okay, this is a very hard message for me because it's, I'm a very prideful person and this message is pretty much for me. I, uh, I passed this thing down along to my children. I taught them at a very young age that playing sports, you might as well be the best or there's no point in playing and that the only way to have fun is to win. And now as I've changed my life, I look at them when they're playing and I can see in their eyes that they're just frustrated when things ain't going their way. And I know that's something that I've caused. And it's not just me, it's my whole family. We, get, we can't hardly play games together because we're getting fights over it. It don't matter if it's basketball or Monopoly or if we're playing Go Fish, somebody's always mad. <laughs> so last week when I started my message, I stumbled through a few words. And I don't know how it sounded to y'all, but to me it sounded like a severely skipped CD in my head. And I started telling myself, you know, you got to do better, you got to do better. And the harder I was trying to fix it, the more I was struggling, and the more I was stumbling, and the faster I was talking. And what I should have done was just stopped and prayed and asked God to help me get through it, but I was leaning on my own strength and not on God. So there's a difference between the kind of pride that God hates and the kind of pride that we can feel with a job well done. Galatians 6.4 says, each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Or the type of pride that, that can, we can express over an accomplishment of loved ones. 2 Corinthians 7.4, I have spoken to you with great frankness. I take great pride in you. I am greatly encouraged in all of our troubles May joy know no bounds. 
See, the kind of pride that comes from self-righteousness or conceit is sin, and God hates it because it keeps us from seeking Him. It is very dangerous to live your life in pride. It can destroy relationships, partnerships, and oftentimes individuals. So what is pride? The Hebrew, Hebrew word for pride is gaion, which means exaltation or to rise, or to rise up. Pride is exalting yourself above God. When you exalt yourself, you look down on others. Pride is arrogance, presumption, conceitedness, self-satisfaction, and boasting. And pride is the root of most sins. So if we look closely at the word pride, you can see that the I is in the middle. Pride focuses on I, and it's an unhealthy obsession of ourself, and it boils down to self-worship. Pride is what got Lucifer kicked out of heaven. See, Lucifer was one of God's angels. And Ezekiel describes him as a seal of perfection, full of wisdom and, and perfect in beauty. Lucifer's appearance was a gift from God, yet the gift inspired his rebellion. Isaiah 14, 12 through 14, tells us the five eyes, the five eye wills of Lucifer that got him kicked out of heaven. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of congregation. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. And I will be like the most high. Pride has us focus on I and will get us into trouble, just as it did Lucifer. Proverbs 16, 18 says, Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. 1 Peter 5, 5 said, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Opposes comes from the Greek word antitasso, which means to raise, rage in battle against. So a prideful person is basically at war with God and there's no way to win. So what are some ways to tell that you're living in pride? Do you refuse to listen to others, listen to advice or input? You don't want feedback or constructive criticism? Do you have a false sense of entitlement? Do you blame others for your mistakes instead of admitting where you're wrong? Or just the opposite, do you take all the credit for success? Do you protect your position at all costs? Are you too wrapped up in titles? Are you obsessed with the material wealth, appearance, notoriety, and possessions? Are you fueled by unhealthy competition? Do you have a failure to see your own weakness, but you find faults in others? Are you always seeking attention? Do you manipulate to gain your own way and your agenda? Do you live a fake lifestyle? Are you rebellious? Are you operating in selfishness? Are you doing things for your glory instead of for God's glory? Do you believe that you're better than everyone at, somebody, at something than everybody else? Mistaking cockiness for confidence? Do you believe you're right about everything? I tell my wife all the time that I've only been wrong once in my life, and it was the time that I thought I was wrong, but I was actually right. So that one's hard on me. Are you too stubborn to ask others for help? Are you more concerned about your reputation than character? Do you never apologize? That one cuts me real deep, because every time me and my wife get in a disagreement, I just go off in the other room until she comes talking to me, and then I just act like nothing happened. So I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, do you possess an unteachable spirit? Do you disrespect others and put them down? 
do you want to be served rather than to serve? Do you brag about what you've done and what you have and what you've done and being a show-off? And lastly, do you lack a prayer and praise time with God? See, I don't know if any of these stepped on y'all's toes, but man, my toes were hurting after I read this. There's a lot of things there that describe me to the T. So if any of these did, we need to ask God for forgiveness. We need to ask him to take the pride away and give us a heart of humility. Humility says I am nothing without God and I can do nothing without God. So how can we live a humble life and avoid falling back into the prideful lifestyle? We've got four things we'll go through real quick. Number one, give people permission to point out pride in your life. Pride deceives your mind. It will blind you and make you think everything is going good. However, when your pride is unclear to you, it is painfully clear to people around you. Allow them to point it out to you without the fear or anger on your part. My wife points out my pride a lot. And I'm sure I show a lot of anger when she does it. But I've got to be able to submit to her and to God and let her point it out to me. Number two, focus more on God than on yourself. When somebody does point out your pride, our first reaction is to look at ourselves and try to justify and try to explain it away. But see, that's what fuels the pride, being too concerned about ourselves. So instead of looking at Instead of spending time in self-reflection, spend time in scripture. Meditate on what Christ has done for you. Number three, pray. Prayer is a posture of humility towards God. When pride is knocking at your door, answer it with prayer. Ask him to humble you. Ask him to search your heart and show you where you let the pride in. And lastly, remember. And when God gives you a lesson on humility, remember it. Because it's not a lesson that you want to have to be taught again. This past week has been something that's really worked on, or he's really worked on me with this. Sunday when I got home, I had some friends come over and we were talking and God just revealed to me how prideful I've been and how I was getting up here trying to be perfect when God didn't call me to be perfect. He just called me to get up here. So I want to apologize to each and every one of y'all because I have, the past couple of weeks, I've been up here for me and not for God. So I want to humble myself and I want to ask y'all's forgiveness today. And I want to tell y'all that I enjoy being here. We love this town. And I can't wait to see where God's going to lead us. But I ask that any of y'all, if you have any kind of pride in your hearts, that you will leave it at the altar today. We'll have an altar call here coming up. And if you carry any pride, I ask you to just to leave it here. Because it will destroy you. It will destroy your friendships. It will destroy your families. It will destroy your business. So I'm going to pray. We'll have a song of invitation. And the altar will be open for anybody that wants to come up. Whether you want to lay down pride or you want to join this church or whatever reason you want to come up here, this altar is always open. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. And I thank you for this lesson that you've taught me. And Father, I just ask that you will humble me and that I can be the man that you created me to be and not the man that I, want, that I see in myself. Father, just lead me and guide me. I ask you these things in Jesus' name. Amen.